Thoughts. I'm your host, Miranda Schroeder. Well, it is Thursday at nine o'clock at night because that is when I've been able to get on my computer every day this week, like 8.39 p.m. That's when I can sit down and actually get emails answered, messages replied to, literally any kind of administrative or computer work because I have been breaking my back decorating a she shed for the indie home show. I don't mean to sound ungrateful because I'm so happy to have this opportunity and it's been so much fun, although very stressful and a lot of work, a lot of money. But in the end, I'm very, very happy with how it all came together. Super, super thankful for Allie. She is the lead coordinator with my wedding planning company, but this week she was the design assistant and she was amazing. Couldn't have done it without her. If you're really confused, like I don't understand Miranda sheds what it's basically a huge like home show and it's all things home. It's a bunch of booths and exhibitors and you can buy tickets and attend as an attendee. And one of the features for the show, they partnered with um, Miller Mini Barns and chose four different designers for four different sheds. So each designer got to completely transform the shed however they like. Paint, flooring, the theme, there is an Airbnb, there is a game room, there's a pretty little pink hangout, and then there's ours, which is a design studio. My friend just texted me and said, your shed looks like your house. And I was like, oh good, it captured my personal style then. Speaking of personal style, there is nothing more like vulnerable than putting your design out into the world. I don't think creatives get enough credit for the courage that they have to put their work out into the world. I know for me, I felt like anytime this is just one example, like this kind of thing happens all the time. But when anyone was like peeking their head inside my shed while it was in progress, or even when it was finished, I immediately felt judged because I'm like thinking, oh my gosh, what are they thinking? I'm like, you can tell by their face, like they don't like it. And so many people were like in pure shock when they were like, oh my God, all her walls are black. It all came in together in the end, okay? I love it. I think it looks amazing. It's my dream she shed. I wish it could be in my backyard. I wish I could meet my clients in this tiny shed because it's a dream for me. I love it. But I'm constantly like having imposter syndrome that like I'm not a designer. Like I don't know what I'm doing. Like what I put together doesn't look good. And then there's this whole like cultural influence where I feel like my style is a little more like dark, moody, funky, like eccentric. I love thrifted things, antiques. I know my people are out there, but when I'm talking like mainstream of what you see in the influencers' homes on Instagram and I don't know, just like what is quote unquote popular is definitely not my style. And I can appreciate that style and I think it's beautiful. Like I'm thinking like Studio McGee vibes, okay? Like classic, clean, crisp, modern, neutrals, 
that's great. But I gravitate towards something completely different. But then I have like insecurity about my own taste. I have insecurities about all sorts of things. (laughs) This is just my like design taste just being one of them. Like I know for a fact my mother does not have the same design style as me at all. She likes like more clean and modern and like beachy and I like like dark and moody and antiques. And my mom has said like, I, yeah, your house is great. It's just like not my style, which I totally understand. But then I'm second guessing myself all the time feeling like, I don't know, my design isn't good enough because it's different or like nobody's going to like it because it's not what is culturally like beautiful and acceptable and like popular. I don't know if that makes any sense. While we're talking about um, vulnerabilities and feeling self-conscious, I got my lash extensions put on finally. I got them put on Tuesday. It's now Thursday. Obsessed. I feel wonderful. I love just like waking up, looking in the mirror and being like, wow, like you don't even need makeup. It's amazing. However... I have like this weird, I don't know, this weird like love-hate relationship with like altering your body or like this is coming from someone who has had like, I've had 22 inch hair extensions, okay? Like real hair. I paid thousands of dollars for them and the hair was definitely, I was like, oh, all the influencers are doing it. Like if I'm going to be an influencer, like I need fake hair. The fake hair was not for me. It was so high maintenance. It was so uncomfortable. I'm already someone who struggles with headaches. So then you put all this like weight woven into your scalp. Like it was making my scalp like flaky. I was having to get blowouts every week because I didn't want to wash that like amount of hair that was woven into my head. Like that was not for me. I definitely felt like I was pressured to get the hair because I saw it everywhere on social media. So I feel like that wasn't even for me. At the same time I had the hair extensions, I also got lash extensions. Like I was kind of working with the salon as an influencer to like let people know about lashes and hair extensions. And I loved having the lashes mostly because it just made people think that's high maintenance, which I totally understand. You have to like go get them put on which takes like two hours. And then every two to three weeks, you have to get them filled, which takes like an hour. And obviously you're paying every time you do that. So I get why people say it's high maintenance. I, on the other hand, like to think of it as low maintenance because I really don't have to wear any makeup. Like if I didn't want to, like I could just wake up and feel confident how I look with my lash extensions and nothing else. Also, like I hate putting on mascara. It's always smudging all over all day. It's like on my eyelids. It's like creating dark circles under my eyes, especially when I work a wedding day. Like I'm on my feet sweating for like 12 hours and like my mascara is just all sorts of all over the place. And no one ever tells me I like will go into the bathroom after like talking to like 40 different people and then look in the mirror and be like, oh my God, why didn't anyone say anything that I have like giant black smudges underneath of my eyes 
And then there's the whole thing, like, you got to, like, take all the mascara off, shower. When you get out of the shower, you look like a raccoon, then you got to take it off again. So, for me, the extensions are just so much lower maintenance than wearing mascara. You know? I, I stand by that. You don't have to agree. So, yeah, I like the lash extensions. But, I mean, this all goes back to, like, our culture and our standard of beauty and, like, what is beautiful, what's not. And I've never like felt self-conscious like I'm ugly. I've never thought that. I've always felt self-conscious that I'm not sexy. I see other women online and I'm like, wow, they look so like carefree and just sexy. And I have never in my life felt sexy. I feel like, especially in pictures, I feel like I look so nerdy, so awkward. This is just a weird insecurity that I have that I've always had. And I can easily look at other women, which is obviously we should not be comparing ourselves to any other women, but we all do it. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's healthy. I'm just saying I do it and then I have to stop myself. And sometimes I have to just like unfollow accounts or like stop watching shows, whatever it is. But I look at these women, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so sexy, so beautiful, like flirty, fun, whatever. And I'm just this weird, awkward looking dork. And I have always felt that way. But then at the same time, I wrestle with like, why do, like I have so many questions about the beauty industry. Like, why do we shave our legs? Why do we have to color our hair? Why do we wear makeup? Like all these weird things. None of it is necessary. None of it. It is all cultural pressure and influence to look a certain way and be a certain way. So then I'm like, oh my God. Then I go through these phases where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop coloring my hair. I'm not going to wear makeup. I'm going to stop shaving my legs. I'm going to stop shaving my underarms. Like I'm just going to be the way God made me. And then next thing you know, I'm like scheduling an appointment to spend like $200 on lash extensions. Like what, what is it about that? Also, like I don't feel like good. I don't feel confident. Like I don't walk out of the house with my head held high when like my highlights are grown out. And even if I had no highlights, okay, even if my hair was just like all natural colored and I don't have any makeup on. And when I think about it, it always comes back to like how other people perceive me. Like at the end of the day, it has nothing. It's not even about me. It's about how I think other people perceive me, which is so crazy we do this with everything. It's like, okay, if I don't have any makeup on, people are going to be like, oh, she's tired. She's unprofessional. Like all these things. There was one client meeting I had that it does. I promise it relates to this. But like we walked out of the meeting and we had met with a florist and the client made a comment and she was like, wow, like she looked so like European. And They were like, she was wearing all black and didn't have any makeup on. And I was like, ooh, I want to look European. Like, I guess there's, you know, as an American, there's like a sexy allure to be European looking. 
And I was like, oh, that's a thing. Like Europeans don't wear as much makeup. Like what? I don't know. Maybe it's just like a cultural thing. I'm not even going to call it a confidence thing because you can be super confident, but like our culture is just like, no, if you don't wear makeup, you look tired, you're run down, you're unprofessional, you're not put together. Like people won't take you seriously. I mean, maybe all this is in my head, but like, I don't think it is. Okay. I don't know. I don't even know where to go. I don't even know what to think about this. I don't know what to do in my life with myself when it comes to beauty. Like, I don't know where you draw the line. Like, is there even a right reason to wear makeup? Is there even a right reason to have lash extensions? I don't know. I'm really just rambling at this point. So I'll stop. On a completely unrelated note, lots of people were asking how Ryan's first day of school went or how school was going, but she's only gone one day so far. So she went on Wednesday. Can't believe that was yesterday. That feels like a century ago. Like I've done so many things since then (laughs) that it feels like it's been a week. Andrew dropped her off Wednesday, took in all her stuff that we had to send in, like the diapers, wipes, extra clothes. He texted me and said there were lots of tears when he left. So Ryan's school lets you walk in with them. So you check them in at the front, but then you get to walk in with them to their actual classroom. You don't go in the classroom, but you walk them to their classroom and then that's where you say goodbye. So he said there were lots of tears at drop off. Meanwhile, I'm at the shed all day. So then Andrew texts me a few of the pictures that the school uploaded to, we have like a parent app where you can see like what your kid is eating and drinking, like when they're going to the bathroom, they upload pictures on there. So Andrew sends me three pictures and I was like, what the heck? My app isn't working. So I wasn't getting the updates, but he was. So he texted me the photos and she was concentrating on her little Montessori activities. So cute. Her concentration is getting so much better and her like attention span. It's so cool to see her like actually get a toy and be able to focus on it and like do like play with the toy the way it was made to like educate. I love seeing that. It's so cool. Other things like Montessori is all about independence. So I love that they were like, no, like you need to put her in like this type of shoe so that she can practice, like start practicing putting on her shoes and like putting on her coat and just blowing her nose, like getting herself her own water. These are all things like we've mostly been trying to do at home. Um, but this is just taking it like way further. Uh, so Andrew sent me those pictures that was around lunchtime And then I was at the shed like freaking out because I did not get everything done that I wanted to. And then it started pouring down rain. It was getting dark outside and I had to leave the shed and run across town to pick Ryan up. I was like getting so paranoid. I did not want her to be the last kid picked up. I don't know why, but I just have this like bad like image in my head probably from like movies when kids are like waiting and like all the other kids have been picked up but they're just sitting there like sad that their parent like cares more about work than them that was sarcasm that is complete sarcasm 
Andrew and I are obviously both working parents and we value that. But I just had that like image in my head and like I didn't want to leave Ryan like there being like the last kid picked up. So I got to the school. I think the um, the school like I don't know what you would call her. She's like an administrator, I guess. But she looked at me like I was an idiot because I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't know how to scan the little code to like check her out. I didn't know where to go to find her. Even though they showed us her classroom at orientation, I just, I'm a little frazzled in the brain most of the time. So I get back there and the door was shut, but it has like a window. And I saw Ryan, she was sitting on the teacher's lap while all the other kids were like playing. And Ryan, of course, had to be sitting on her lap. And she looked through the window and saw me. And at first, like the teacher was like, oh, it's your mom. She's here like... Uh, she's here to get you and Ryan like got up and she looked like shocked and then the door they were on the other side of the far side of the room and the door was still shut and then all of a sudden like Ryan got so upset burst into tears was like mommy mommy and just crying like real tears and I wasn't I can't go in the classroom so I'm just like standing there waiting for the teacher to walk over and open the door And then she was just like losing it when the teacher like grabbed her coat and was like, okay, you need to put on your coat. And Ryan is just sobbing. And the teacher is like, it's okay. Like mommy's going to come get you every day after afternoon snack. She will always come get you. And I was like, oh, so cute. Yes, I will always come get you. Um, Then she got her coat on. Um, she already used one of her outfits. So I need to send another one tomorrow because her whole like shirt and sweatshirt were completely soaked. So she already used her backup clothes. I was like, Oh, here's backup clothes. Like we'll probably not see these for a few weeks. Nope. They, they came home the same day that I sent them because she already had to use her backup clothes. Um, my guess is that she spilled water on herself because they do like open cup drinking And Ryan likes to do more playing with the water than drinking it. So tomorrow, Ryan goes to school again. Right now, she's doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So she does three full days a week. And yes, we still have our our au pair. Everybody keeps asking me that. Um, With wedding season coming up, she'll probably have to work uh, more weekends. She's still working Tuesday, Thursday, and then unfortunately I'm going to have to make her work on the weekends just so Andrew can have some time to get things done. That was like a big issue this fall when I would work all weekend. Like Andrew was at home with Ryan and like could not do anything around the house. Like if you have a toddler, like you know how hard that is. So I felt like it was creating some resentment that maybe didn't get shared right away. And Towards the end of the season, it kind of came out. And so I really want to do a better job of, you know, having childcare as an option for him if he has things he needs to do, he needs to do uh, while I'm working on the weekends. So I like want him to have time to work out or do a house project or take care of whatever he needs to do. So yeah, um, Ryan will go to school again tomorrow. So it'll be take two. The teachers told me that Oftentimes, like the second and third days can be much worse than the first day because they know, like they realize and understand now that they're going to be at the school all day. 
versus like when you first drop them off, like they don't really have an idea of how long they're going to be there. They're just there. So fingers crossed tomorrow goes smoothly. I have a bunch of meetings and need to go finish a couple final things at the she shed in the morning. Really want to get my Peloton workout in. My plan for my Peloton workouts is to align them on the day right the days that Ryan goes to school. So I would do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because we all get up early that day. They're all out of the house. And like my day can actually start at like 7.30 a.m. instead of like 9.30 a.m. So that is my plan to try to stick with that consistently. Um, Consistency is just a huge problem when my schedule is so sporadic weird hours just like doing random things and that's just like I think that should be my word of the year you know how people pick like a like a word of the year I want mine to be consistency when I have things that I love that I want to do that I care about I want to do them consistently and I think certain parts of my life uh like I do really good. Like Andrew and I do our date nights. Like we're super consistent about that. We very rarely ever miss a date night, but like I want to be consistent on the podcast. Like I want to be consistent posting on social media. I want to be consistent in my workout routine. Like I just want to feel like things aren't neglected and I'm doing them on a regularly scheduled basis. Is that too much to ask? Because saying all of that out loud really feels like too much to ask. But hey, here I am at 9.20 at night recording this podcast so that I don't have two podcasts a day late this week, okay? I am still getting it done. So yeah, I just, you know, this is like sometimes talking on the podcast is like therapy for myself. So I think that's what that was. I feel like I had a breakthrough moment there, realizing that I just, I need more consistency in my life. And I think this school schedule is really, really going to help with that because it's forcing me to create a more routine schedule with work. And another thing that I want to do scheduling wise is incorporate the different times of my cycle. So like when I'm in part of my cycle where I feel like social and energized. Like I want to schedule more of my meetings during that time. And then the times where my hormones are like declining and I'm getting ready to bleed. Like I don't want to talk to people during that time. Like I don't want meetings. I don't want to leave my house. Like I just want to just be alone. So yeah, I'm going to look at my calendar I'm not going to, I have meetings booked out like probably at least a month in advance. So I'm going to have to, you know, suffer through those. And then I'm hoping I can kind of create a calendar that will incorporate that as well. And just another area of my life to try to be consistent. And I think on that note, um, that is going to be our close today. Yep, that's all I have for you. I'm not going to bore you with five more minutes of just rambling on because I feel like I've done that basically this entire podcast. Okay, well, tomorrow is um, the She Shed Go time. 
So thank goodness that is going to be off my plate until I have to tear it down. And now that that's behind me, I have to jump back over to wedding planner mode and just get caught up over there because wedding season is going to be here before I know it. And that is terrifying to me. All right. Well, on that note, good night. If you're listening to this in the morning, well, good morning. Okay. All right.